1: Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
0: I'm ready to talk money.
1: Well, that's really good because, well, actually, it's December and probably a lot of the listeners are going, Dave, shut up, Reb, shut up. We don't want to talk money. It's December, but we're here and we're going to do it anyways. But
0: I guess if they don't want to hear about it, they're not listening. Yeah. So.
1: Well, no, so- don't turn it off. Don't turn it <laughs> off. <laughs> Maybe that's the encouragement we need to be. Well, we
0: are a couple of weeks away from the end of the year. and We have a great show today, so... Do you want to do your normal spiel?
1: or We do. Um, and for those of you who haven't heard my normal spiel, as Rev puts it, uh, if you are looking for old podcasts or previous shows, or you, we have a very special guest today in Tim Jenkins, who I'll introduce in a minute. And uh, you might want to hear some of the shows we've done before with Tim. Uh, you can find all of those shows archived on chri.ca. Uh, not mine.ca. And of course, on our website, more than Ca, And uh, again, I just ask if you do listen to us on a podcasting platform, that's wonderful. Please rate us. And if you were not on your podcasting platform, let us know info at more than and, and we'll, we'll see what we can do about getting there. So thank you so much there. My little spiel is okay, done. Very good. It's we good. have a
0: little housekeeping to do um, actually. Um, just an invitation that we have, um, through more than enough, and you can go to our Facebook page and, uh, find the invitation there. But our friend Brian Dirksen, um, from Abbotsford, and he's the songwriter and worship leader and et cetera, et cetera, um, he wrote Refiner's Fire. I don't even know if some of you know what that song <laughs> is. Anyway, uh, more recently, he's done a lot of other work. But um, he has a Christmas concert at home. It's called Christmas at Our House. And he is inviting um, people to come and watch it for an hour. He he is physically distanced. So he invites those physically distanced people to do a concert and Christmas mm-hmm. at his house for an hour. And you can register through more than enough. And, um, if you do it through us, then, um, we'll send some of the proceeds back into the Christian, um, Canadian Christian artist community. Um, Mm -hmm. so we get a few dollars from every ticket and it's a minimum donation really, or minimum fee of $15 per household, but you can, you can give them more than that too. So Mm -hmm. if you're feeling generous, so we're, I'll have that, uh, link attached to this show, but, um, you can go to Facebook as well and find it there. So we just wanted you to wanted to put that word out invite
1: Uh, you to christmas at brian dirksen's house that's kind of nice of us to do that yeah it is very nice (laughs) i know isn't it nice Uh, we
0: talked to brian he said it was okay that we invite people so it's uh airs december 20th and you have access for it to it for one week till the 27th so there's my little spiel as well so the theme today um uh -hmm. is about growing in our giving and um Tim and I actually have had some very interesting Should we introduce Oh yeah, this? I guess. Okay, go so. ahead. <laughs> so
1: welcome to the show Tim. You're you know nicely sitting there quietly listening to us <laughs> to go on. But welcome Tim Jenkins. Uh I'm going to let you Tim do uh, a little intro of who you are and uh I'm going to just introduce you as uh, a good friend and and Tim is one of the guys that when I get talking about um, legacy, estate planning, giving, uh, when, when, when I've got questions about where, what the Lord says about, uh, what to do with your more than enough. Tim is one of the guys that I go to. And so we love having you on the show, Tim, just to bring your wisdom and your experience and welcome to the show.
2: So give us a, a little intro who you are sure well thanks guys it's great to be back with you guys um, so um, I lead our team here at Trinity family wealth uh, advisors and we are blessed to be able to serve families who have been given more than enough uh, who have lots in terms of financial riches but uh, and, and are looking for guidance in terms of how to manage that but also um, we guide them in terms of uh, transferring their values um, transferring those assets um, and just as importantly Important, uh, moving from being rich to being wealthy, uh, which encompasses so many other things. Um, so that's um, that's that's kind of my role, and it's an awesome role.
1: Thanks. Right. Yeah, there's a there's a show just in that intro. We won't go there well, today. <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> when
2: we
0: talk to Tim, we could come up with like five shows. So we're gonna try and we tried to hone down our recent discussion. Tim and I were talking about this um, based on an article he sent um, about. Um, uh It was the global investor, I think it was on in the Global Mail a few weeks ago, but um uh there was um, a research and advocacy organization that strengthens and supports charities in Canada, and he, this uh, gentleman had done an article about that uh this um, i I'm losing my words today. Okay. you guys all have to yeah. forgive me. They <laughs> did a research study on what giving ha- what kind of giving happened in uh the year of the pandemic. And they realized that the numbers showed 73% of charities recorded a reduction in don- donations during that this pandemic year. And so that's 73% produ- reduction. Now, since then, we've had Giving Tuesday. And I know a lot of charities, local charities in the Ottawa area mm-hmm. and churches that we've talked to, they saw an increase or they've been holding steady Um but this is a stat across the country so th- this got Tim and I talking and David talking about well how do we encourage our giving how do we encourage all of you and all of us to keep giving to grow in our giving so that no matter where you're at mm-hmm. in life no matter if you're a 10% tither or a 2% uh giver or or where or 20% wherever you are that you are going Going to grow in twenty twenty one, and that is the heart of this show. We want to be encouraging to you, but we also want to raise some awareness for you and some of the obstacles that do come up in our giving within our heart issues. Because you know that this show is about the heart issues. So I just want to read Matthew six because there is. I love Tim. I shouldn't say I love him. I guess I do love him (laughs) as a brother. But um, but what I love, he has this real gift to capture. Things and phrases. So when we were talking, he said, Well, our egos can outweigh the amount we give. And I'm like, That is brilliant. I'm going to say it again. Our egos can outweigh the amount we give. And we give because of our ego, not because out of a sense of love for the heart issues of God. So that made me think of Matthew 6, which is one of David's very favorite chapters in the Bible. And I'm going to read it. Take heed that you don't do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, don't sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that you can have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be done in secret, and your Father who sees in secret himself will reward you openly. And in the message, it says uh, uh, like this, because it's even more plain, be especially careful when you try to be good so that you don't make a performance out of it. It might be good theater, but the God who made you won't be applauding. When you do something for someone else, don't call attention to yourself. You've seen them in action. I'm sure play actors, I call them treating prayer meetings and street corners like a stage acting compassionate as long as someone is watching, playing to the crowds. They get applause, true, but that's all they get. When you help someone out, don't think about how it looks. Just do it quietly and unobtrusively. That is the way your God who conceived you in love, working behind the scenes, helps you out. I just love how the message, um, I know it's not a translation per se, but it's a paraphrase in our daily Mm. language. I love that. When you help someone out, don't think about how it looks. Just do it quietly and unobtrusively. That is the way your God, who conceived you in love, working behind the scenes, helps you out. I just, anyway, I just love the way that um, uh, Eugene Peterson writes that. Mm-hmm.
1: So I want to go back to that little, because I wasn't in that conversation where, uh, Tim, you dropped that that wonderful
0: <laughs> phrase. phrase. Egos yeah. that can, our egos can outweigh.
1: So so Tim, give us the context a little bit what, what you mean by that.
2: Yeah, it was it was just a kind of a sidebar when Deb uh, Reb and I were speaking. Um we were I, I was kinda I guess I have the privilege of working with uh various ministries um and I see kind of what life's like for them. We have the privilege of working with high net worth donors and we kinda see what life's like for them and and obviously see people in between, um, all of those. And um I, I guess um I kind of was making, making fun, I guess of, um, and, and maybe that was the wrong thing to do, but, but when some people give, um, they give and think that it's a significant amount and their gift could be, uh, that, that they, because they're giving, um, they have the right to basically, um, they're the tail and they're wagging the dog. Um, right, and, right. and I want to be just really, you know, I, I I'm trying to be um, polite but at the same time it, it's 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 a real issue uh, to be mm-hmm. aware of um, so you know um, just to put some numbers around that a, a small charity could have a half a million dollar budget um, and, and and we could make a $500 gift or a $1,000 gift, that's not an insignificant amount of money um, in, in terms of giving. But at the same time, uh, in the big picture, it's not that significant, um, and, and it shouldn't earn us the right to be able to um, really uh, push that ministry around. So it was just a, you know what, uh, let's, let's just make sure that we recognize um, anything that we receive. Um, or anything that we give we've first received, um so we're simply giving away god's money anyway um and it's not about our ego it's not about what we want um it's simply what he wants so um that's that's kind of where the quote came from
0: and and i i what I think we kind of joke about it and it's you know or whatever, but it is actually pretty serious, and I think that's why it jumped out at me because it makes me check my heart. Like, why am I giving and how am I giving and what's my motivation? And the verses in Matthew 6 really say it clearly. Like, don't do it for man. Don't do it for yourself. Don't do it to get a pat on the back or a plaque on the wall or a a pew in the church. We don't give to get a pew. We don't give to get a plaque on the donation we just made so that everybody for generations knows. I mean. A couple generations down the road, they don't know you anyway. Like, and this—that's a serious. To me, this is a serious issue because it goes back to that issue: whose money is it anyway? Like,
1: well, and and this is why I love Matthew six, um, because it, it speaks for the heart. And uh, if there's something that we can. You know kind of hammer it into the wall or right on our foreheads or or you know have a a legacy in terms of in our own minds it, it it's that principle that when we give uh we we actually need to be giving from our heart and sometimes not necessarily from our head and what I mean by that is is that the Lord speaks to us in our heart now he doesn't tell us to check out our head right but he he does often our giving and often. Uh, when the Lord is speaking to it, it is a, his, our heart he's speaking to. And I often encourage our, the clients that, that we're coaching and that we're working with to say, listen, when you're considering your giving, if you're not considering your heart, if you're not giving from your heart, then I'm going to, I'm going to challenge it. Uh, because if it's a, a whole head giving, then I think we do fall into this Matthew six. We're going to stand on the street corner and we're going to look for accolades or, we're going to meet with the CEO of the whatever organization to make sure it's spent correctly, or we're going to try and give out of, you know, oh, well, there's fear here. I'm not going to give there. You know, th- those are all things to consider. But the bottom line is, is that when, when God says, I want you to give, and he's going to speak to our heart on that, um, again, there's that, well, we got to give then, um, and, Again, I'm not going to say check out your head, you know, and don't. But you do need to go. Okay, let's let's Lord, let's go through the steps of making sure that I'm doing exactly what you want me to do with the money that you've given to do. Right? So.
2: Yeah, I think from a practical standpoint, one question that I always like to come back to. It's very simple, Father. How would you want us to give or use your money? Yeah. Um, and it may be a gift, um, but maybe it's not. Maybe that investment is in, in our family. Mm-hmm. Um, or some other, it, it could be for someone that uh, we're not going to get a charitable receipt for. It's not a ministry. It's somebody that's struggling that we know. Um, yeah. And so so to me, that's a really simple answer. Um, and, and just to speak to that individual that has been blessed financially or uh, is prepared to give. Uh, often, you know, we pat ourselves on the back and say, well, you know, I'm giving this or we're giving that or no, this is our money. Uh, but just to come back to the fact that, you know, what do we have? that we've not been given. If we really think about that, um, yeah, maybe we made uh, a lot of money this year. Um, We had COVID uh, shifted the industries and the industry we happen to be in did incredibly well. Um, Well, who gave us the health to be able to work this year? And Mm -hmm. who gave us that job or that business? Or um, you know, where did the support come um, through the business or through our career or all those types of things? There's nothing we can't trace back to say, yeah, you know what? We, we we have a sovereign heavenly Father who is in control of everything, um, and and we didn't earn any of this. We just get to participate in Him and listen to how He wants um, us to use this money.
1: Yeah. and I mean that reminds me of uh, just back in Deuteronomy, where you know where it's written, it is God that gives you the ability to create wealth, and you know again recognizing that we see that so poignantly throughout the Old Testament, where God encourages his people listen follow my commands and yeah your crops will be good and and often when they don't they experience uh, you know drought or plague or or something like that and, and so the lord it is the lord that gives us the ability to create wealth even in in our current culture and society where we're maybe not all farmers and and uh, cattle ranchers right so
0: so if we're talking about uh, encouraging you all who are listening and growing in your giving. The starting place, it seems, um, from what we're already talking about here, is that we understand that it's not ours mm. and that God has given it to us as a gift, that the earth is the Lord and all the fullness thereof. Um, and I think in my own journey, that hasn't always been an easy thing to accept because of my ego, perhaps. But I think if, if we can work on that in 2021 and start to say, "Okay, Lord, show me how in every way you are my provider, that you give it to me, and that and that show me the areas where I am trying to grab hold of it and keep hold of it for myself because I don't believe you," and I think that's a great a, a good place to start too. So, um, um, I don't um, I don't. While we go on, just there are a few more obstacles to our giving and that um we want to talk about this morning. Um so, and one of them is um fear. One of them can be our insecurity. Maybe we think we don't who are we to give anything? We don't have you know, how will my fifty dollars help anybody? And I think we have to debunk some of the that yep. thinking.
2: Yeah, I think uh, for me, as I grew in this area and continue to grow, um, the first thing for me was really the fear. You know, um, I've I've always been money conscious. Um, unfortunately, I default to the lie that says I'm the one responsible for my money. I'm I'm my provider, um, and uh, and I'm learning that no God is my provider. Um, and so the fear is that I won't have enough. That if I give X away, um, well, we're going to have a shortfall of X. Uh, but the question that I've learned there is, you know, who is my provider? Um, and, and also the, the truth that comes to that is just recognizing who God is. God's, God's the creator of the world, um, our physical world. He filled full of oil and precious metals and diamonds and gold, um, all the mm-hmm. things we need. And done, has, he did that in an abundance. We've been, you know, using those resources for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. um and never run short um is is you know is he capable of of replacing um, either what I give away or if he wants me to live on less for me just to simply have my needs met on less um but but here's where we I think are I'm not sure why but but we default to um, thinking it's about money. That that oh God you know I need to do this I get a check mark if I give X percent I get two check marks if I get uh, if I get more than X um, and, and, and 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 but here's the principle it's not about money if we think about who God is you know a hundred thousand dollars is significant for anybody um, is it significant for God no he's put billions dollars worth of gold in the earth. He doesn't need our money. What does he want? He wants a relationship with us. And I think he I not more than I think, I really believe he uses um money that's that's so tangible that we think about, we touch every day, we deal with it. Um he uses that to either draw us closer to him or we make a choice to turn away from him and, and follow that. And and so what he's looking for is a relationship. Hmm. And part of that says Okay, um, if, if of the sum of what I give you, you first give that back, what's that going to do? That's going to mean that you need to trust me more. As an affluent North American, um, and, and we're all affluent North American on a global perspective, um, we, we we have so much, but we really don't need to trust God. We don't think we need to trust him for our health care or for our food or those kinds of things. Here's a very tangible area where he wants to work and say, um, this is my principle. Pursue me. Pursue me listen to me. Let me show you why I gave you those funds. Um, And then follow me. And if you do, there's such a blessing there.
1: Yeah. And I I mean, again, I think it goes back to that simple principle that that we've heard many, many times. Certainly, we've talked about it this show, and that is, is you cannot serve God and money. And so, God is not going to compete against it. In fact, he's saying, listen, the way I want you to handle money is so that, you know, it reflects that relationship that you have with me, not surplants it, not not takes it over, right? And so the the Lord's just simply saying, listen, the principle is is you can't do both. So <laughs> serve me and use money to do it, right?
0: But but that that service is comes out of our love relationship. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what Tim said. He wants relationship with us. And and money is simply a tool. We've talked about that very often, right? It's a tool and and God wants to use it to advance his kingdom. Um, but he's after our hearts and we can sit here and listen. And in 2021, as we grapple with whose money is it anyway? You know, what am I afraid of? Why why am I not releasing back to God what he gave me? You know, those are some serious questions we have to consider, but he loves us and and we want to, because it's our love response to him. We want to give and give where he's saying to, to give. And I, I guess, you know, out of our discussions and, and thinking that we have all the time about giving and questions people ask, Tim, what would you say to someone who says, well, uh, I tithe and I'm good. You know, God says give your 10%. I tithe. I'm good. You know, I'm good. I give, I'm a giver. What would you say to them?
2: Well, um, if they're married, I think the analogy say, uh, would be something like, um, "Okay, so we got married. Uh, we've been married for six months. Um, yeah, we've kind of arrived. Um, this is as good as it gets. And um, so, you know what? Um, yeah, we're 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 arrived. So let's." let's I, I told just
1: you I loved you once, and that's good enough. Right? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Versus, you see those folks that are you know been married for fifty or sixty years. And they're totally in love with each other, and they look like that couple that was married for three months, right? I think we <laughs> all want that. Yes, God wants do. that for us. Yeah, um, it's not about money. Um, and and he, you know, the, the the tithe is a great starting point, but not a stopping point. Um, I, I just I, I just feel if we stop there, we we we've kind of put the check mark and said I, I've turned I've turned this relationship into a religious activity. Or into religion, and God's going. Oh man, um, I've got so much more for you. It's not about money, but I've blessed you, and, and and I want you to get a blessing from some of what I've blessed, and I want you to be in relationship with me and listen to why I've given the that, and and how it can impact your family and your community, and just just um, just allow you to thrive even more. So those those would be my my comments to that Reb.
0: Yeah, I I think that comparison is great. It's kind of like saying, well, honey, I'm uh Dave, I'm giving you my 10%. We're good. You know, have I got have I fulfilled my weekly duty of my 10% of of giving to you cuz you know, it doesn't work that way. Love is like you just keep pouring out and pouring out and and giving, you know, again, we say that it's not always it's not about the money, but it's more than money. You can give your time, your expertise, your talent, your relationship To God and to others to show love. And and that's the kind of giving we also are talking about in in this. And I I just want to echo that quote because again, Tim summed it up so great. The tithe is a great starting point, but it's a terrible stopping point. And um, you know, for you going into 2021, those of you who are listening, you know, what what's what can you grow in? Maybe you're gonna grow a percentage, maybe you're giving two percent of your income and you're thinking, Oh, maybe I can do three or four or five. You know, maybe you're doing 15 and you think, oh, maybe I can do 20. You know, it's wherever you're at that you talk to the Lord about. Um, We want to, you know, we're coming to the last few minutes. And Tim, you have a great quote um, by one of your clients that you wanted to share with us this morning.
2: Yeah, and, and just as we look at um, you know our, our giving and where it's coming from, I just want to um, just make the point that uh, this isn't about guilt, uh, about feeling. Oh, I'm giving X, and I need to give more. Um, but at the same time, often our um, our feeling of being blessed or fe- any kind of feeling follows um, our action. So sometimes we have to step out and say, you know what? This is a principle. I'm hearing you, God. It seems like you're leading me to be more generous. You're, you're the generous God, but you want me to be more generous. I'm going to take that step. Um, and then from there, um, we see the results from that. So it's not made out of guilt. It's not made out of a religious activity or, or obligation. Um, yeah, it was when we sent this global mail article around, I got a great quote. We just, we just serve some awesome people. Um, a lot of very generous people and, and all on their, um, um, uh, on their process of, of growing, but what I want our listeners to kind of think about here—see, um, these are some of the principles that come out in this quote. Um, we never stop growing in any area, or or we should never stop growing. Uh, we've never we never arrive. Um, it, it is a hard issue. Um, asking the question, "What does God want?" And I want you to hear the blessing. Um, what I also want you to, to to look at is, you know, is there any fear here? Is there any doubt? Any distrust from this couple? any insecurity? Um, so here's the quote. Um, uh, just a, Tim, I just want to give you a few personal comments to a, a really good article um, that encourages people to give. We seldom, if ever, look at the efficiency of charitable giving because if we give at the end of the year, we're able to get a tax deduction for um, our taxes and there's, there's positives from that. So that's what the article was really talking about. But he says, um, you know, if there's ever room to lower taxes, he says, I can't remember a year in the last 10 years that are, that some of our donations were not canceled, like a best before food date. You've got five years to use up the gift is what he's talking about. And their giving is such that they, 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 they just can't use all their tax credits uh, for their giving. Our philosophy of giving is feeling God's direction with the bounty that he has given us um, and thus providing freedom in our giving. The article is a good one for people who don't fully understand generous giving. Knowing that we are all uh, that we in all of our life truly in God's hand and care, yes, we could always do more akin to a more righteous life, a less sinful life, hopefully, a growing maturity to understand God's love for us. There is also almost not a day that goes by that charities uh, send envelopes or emails requesting for more. We will continue to decide what we feel called to donate without doubt, praising God for his love and ability to serve. I think that really wraps it up. Um, And the other thing that I look at is, even though we serve a number of generous people, no one ever goes backwards in their giving. They always continue to give more and more and more. That's a real testament to, um, to, to the benefits of giving. Yeah.
1: Well, and on that note, like, I'm just going to leave it right there. Just, just uh, you know, as uh, you, the listener, are, are letting that sink in, you might have to re- rewind a little bit and listen to it again. But, uh, you know, let's just leave it right there. In this season where giving is, is right front and center, I mean, we are in the middle of the Christmas season. And, and um, just, again, take a few moments, meet with your family, uh, and encourage each other in the Lord in your giving. Uh, And join us next week when we talk money.
2: Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit
1: morethanenough.ca.